I have had like no social life lately and that's basically because of Overwatch. And I am completely okay with that. Overwatch is great. Overwatch is fun. Overwatch will get a review in this podcast a little bit later. After I first review X-Men Apocalypse. Now, X-Men Apocalypse, some people, including a few friends of mine, uh, it's getting mixed reviews. A lot of people are saying, meh. You know, it's it's alright. I went in, I watched that shit, and my god, I loved it. And if you don't, you're wrong. Simple as that. Not really. Everyone has their own opinions, and everyone is free to have their own opinions. I just think it was a great movie. Overall, the story was amazing. The actors were really good. But, I mean, we've had, like, five of them, or at least ten of them before, and so we know they're good. <clears throat> I mean, fucking Poe Dameron. The guy who plays Poe Dameron plays Apocalypse. We know he's good. You know, Michael Fassbender is reprising his role of Magneto. Same with, um... Fuck, what's his name? Um, the guy who plays young uh, Charles Xavier surprising in his role, and we know he's good. We know uh, Hank's good. We know Raven's good. We know all these people are really good at these characters. So we know that, you know, it's it's good. We know they're going to do well. Now, the story was amazing. Uh, the whole overarching themes, the ideas of the people, the humanity, the character depth that was created in those three hours. It was wonderful. The actual humanity that, or not really humanity, the, the compassion and awesomeness that Magneto has in some of the scenes. The, the growing up of these people, the change in their depth and their characters and their ideals. It's just, it's so wonderful to watch. Now, I'm going to go into a little spoiler. Um, I'll probably put a little comment on the SoundCloud to let you know when spoilers are about to happen and when spoilers are going to not happen, like are going to be done. And so you can do that. You can just like skip over to it and that'll be that, right? All right. Now spoilers start in three, two, one. Um... So, what happens in the movie is it starts with us getting introduced to Apocalypse and his ability to change bodies, essentially, transferring his essence. So, he goes into a pyramid, um, is going to transfer his body into the guy who plays Poe Dameron, because the guy who plays Poe Dameron has, um, regenerative properties, and that's awesome. That's, like, really fucking cool. Um, and one of his horsemen says, now you will live forever, my king. And so he's like, awesome. So they lie on the table. But then outside the pyramid, there are a few guards and they're like, hold, 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 hold. All right, let's go. And they attack them, essentially. First, they have, um, guards attacking guards. And once they're done with that, they knock the little slabs, these giant slabs, um, legs out so it can basically destroy the pyramid because I guess I guess pyramids were created with like self-destruct buttons in case of grave robbing but you know they didn't really have that many grave robbers now they do but they're called called archaeologists <laughs> so um he goes in these people go in they're trying to kill apocalypse which is fine you know they call him the false god 
So that tells me that a lot of shit has happened, but they aren't. They don't really go into all that much. Um, and once in there, the uh, four horsemen that he has chosen protect him. And while everything is falling and dis- being destroyed, Apocalypse transfers into the other person, but doesn't wake up like it's not a complete transference. So one of his followers puts a little protective bubble around him, and everything's good. Now, fast forward to about... Ten years after what happens in Days of Future Past, and I mean like ten years after the 70s stuff that happens in Days of Future Past, and that's the, um, the, um, 80s. That's, that's, that's the decade. Um, and while we're in the 80s, a lot of awesomeness is happening. So, we see Moyer McTaggart, uh, go into this underground area, looking at everything, and seeing this cult essentially happening... And this cult is like, yo, let's let's recreate Apocalypse. Let's let's bring him back. So she's down there doing all that stuff, taking pictures. And while all this is happening over in America, we have Scott Summers realizing his powers by accidentally probably paralyzing, if not killing, a jock. Um, and then Alex goes up, says, Scott, come on, I have a place that we can go, and then they go to the Institute. While all that's happening, Raven, also known as Mystique, is over trying to save these mutants from being placed in a mutant fighting ring. And she ends up saving both Angel and Nightcrawler. Angel gets damaged by Nightcrawler because they're like, we have to fight, otherwise the humans are going to kill us. And once she frees them, Angel gets away, and Nightcrawler gets away, everyone gets away. So she then gets Nightcrawler's passport, and is told that some shit goes down with Magneto. Now Magneto's over in Poland. He has a kid, a daughter, a daughter, a wife, and he's living a very good life. His name is Henrik something? And while in Poland, this thing accidentally happens. He works in a mill, right? So shit's falling, he stops it from falling on the dude, moves it to the side, and the dude's alive. So he's like, shit. He runs home, or after the shift is over, he goes home, tries to get his wife and kid, and that doesn't work out so well. Because the kid has been stolen, and the police are there. The kid has been stolen by said police, and the police are there, and they're like, yo, is this you? And they have a picture of Magneto at DC doing all that shit that he did. He's like, um, no, man, I'm, I'm, I'm Henrik. I'm, I'm not this Eric Lenger Magneto dude. I'm, I'm not, I'm not him. They're like, we have your kid. Yeah, I'm him. Sorry. This, it, it happened. Um, just let my daughter go and I will go with you peacefully. So his daughter is like, no, daddy. And it kind of, the scene mimics uh, what happened in in first class where he's reaching out for the, um, when his mom is being taken away from him at the gulag. You know, I'm going to be cracking my knuckles because they hurt. All right. And so that that all happens, and because this kid has these powers, and it looks like she can communicate with animals, commune with nature, and so they're flying around, and the police are like, tell her to stop, and he's like, she can't control it, dude, she's a kid. And they have bows and arrows, and this guy who had an arrow cocked, right, 
is just kind of looking all around, accidentally releases, and it stet and it kills the daughter and the and the wife, right? And so then he kills the Magneto kills the cops, um, and so then an earthquake happens, and that earthquake is from what happened in Cairo. And while that earthquake in Cairo is happening, everyone's feeling it. So while that's happening over in um, the Institute, Jean Grey is asleep having a nightmare. And the professor goes in and he's like, oh shit, let's see what she's dreaming about. He puts his hand on her head, sees all these fire, this, this pain, this destruction, this apocalypse that's happening. And he's like, oh shit, gotta wake her up. And he's like yelling, Jean, Jean, Jean. She finally wakes up. And he's like, hi, girl, goddamn. Oh, 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 she's like, I had a vision. He's like, nah, nah, this is just a dream. It's, it's a dream. We good, we good. Nah, it's just it's just a dream. It felt realer. And nah, you just have a very vivid imagination. And so he leaves and he's like, hey, go, go back to sleep. And so then he and Hank are going downstairs to Cerebro. And he's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, shit went down in her mind. Like, real shit went down in her mind. And it's insane. So, Hank's like, yeah, um, she didn't cause that earthquake that was happening, by the way. That was something that happened in Cairo. And so, he's like, really? And Charles is like, really? Hank's like, yeah. So, he goes to Cerebro, sees Moira, and realizes, oh, we need to go see Moira. Got it. So, he and Alex go see Moira. And while this is all going on, Apocalypse is getting people. And he got people by um, getting Storm first, like a young Storm. Now, if any of you know Storm's original origin story or one of her origin stories, it's um, the Shadow King sort of controls her and makes her a thief. But in this, she was already a thief, and Apocalypse is just like, I'm going to unlock your full potential, and unlocks her full potential. She's like, awesome, I'm now one of your horsemen. Um, then he gets Psylocke to be one of his horsemen, and then he gets Angel to be one of his horsemen. And now, the thing with Angel is, he, um, he gives, Apocalypse gives him the metal wings that Angel has, but if any of you know his story, we all know Mr., is it, I'm never sure if it's Mr. Sinister or Dr. Sinister, both sound stupid, both sound awesome. So, it's one of the two, and we know he gives him his metal wings, because he has, like, a hard-on for Angel. But nope, in this one, Apocalypse gives it to him, which doesn't take away from the story whatsoever. In fact, it kind of, like, amplifies it a little bit because he's, like, unlocking this potential inside of Angel, and it's really cool, right? So then he goes to Magneto, and Magneto's standing in the mill going, like, I'm going to kill all of you. Then Apocalypse shows up with the people, and he turns around and he's like, the fuck are you? And that's, that's literally what he says. He's like, who the fuck are you? And Apocalypse is just like, son, come with me. I would unlock your potential. He's like, I'm going to kill these guys first, though. And Apocalypse is just like, bam, they're dead. Let's go. He takes him to Auschwitz. In Auschwitz, he unlocks Magneto's full potential and basically makes him a metal bender, which he already was, but he makes him like a Toth level metal bender. And so it's awesome. So from there, a lot of shit happens. Um, bomb goes off. At Charles's place, not really a bomb, but the um, the uh, jet explodes because of havoc. 
Havoc dies in the explosion. Quicksilver runs and saves everyone. Except Havoc, because Havoc was already in the explosion by the time Quicksilver got there. And Quicksilver's like, hey guys, what's up? Magneto's my dad. Yay. And uh, everyone gets knocked out. Striker shows up, knocks everyone out except Gene, Scott, and uh, Nightcrawler because, I don't know, reasons. Um, because they're too far away from the thing that knocks them all out. And um, so they end up all going to like the Weapon X facility and Nightcrawler and them try and break them out. Not after finding Wolverine as Weapon X and Wolverine as Weapon X kills fucking everyone. And Jean's like, hold on, I can help you. And puts her head on his temp, her hands on his head, and she's like, Logan. Because she was able to find that name in his mind. And he's like, okay, thank you. And I found it a little creepy because there's like this 16 year old putting her hands on like this 100 year old. But more than that, because, you know, Jean will look older, and Logan looks like 30s, 40s. Gene will grow and look 30s, 40s, so it won't look as creepy. But it's it's a little creepy, because it's just like, he's going to come back and try and fuck her. Hmm. 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 That's going to be weird. Cause especially, especially because she's going to remember him. You know? Scott, Nightcrawler, Gene, they're all going to remember him as that dude. He's going to be like, sup, y'all. She's going to be Logan. He's going to be like, how do I know you? She's like, I gave you your name, remember? And he's, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, damn. You want to suck this dick? And it's going to be weird. Um, They rescue everybody. That's fun. Then everybody's like, yo, shit's going down in Cairo. We got to go save everybody. And so they go save everybody with this awesome battle. And it's just awesome, and I'm not going to get into, like, all the spoilers. I will say this, Jean saves everyone, but by doing so, she unlocks the Phoenix Force, and fucking is that amazing. So you know, you know damn well the next movie is going to be about the Phoenix Force, and that's going to be fucking awesome. Then at the end of the movie, there's a scene with the Essex Corporation taking Wolverine's uh, blood, and so it's all leading up to that's definitely going to be the next movie because the shit that she saw in her vision didn't come to pass. Did not come to pass. So we know that shit's going to go down in the next movie when she goes full Phoenix Force. So um, when that happens, it'll just be insane and awesome. And whew, I'm so looking forward to that. Um, overall, this movie was A+. A+, is all around. Um, watch it. Simple as that. Watch it. It's cool. It's awesome. You will not regret it. Now, I know, uh, just while we're on the subject of movies, I know I haven't done the Civil War review yet, and I apologize for that, but I want to do it with Josh. And our schedules have lined up, but we just hung out instead because of certain things that happened. And... So because of those certain things that happened, it'll probably be a little bit more delayed. I'm sorry if you want a quickie review, watch it. It's amazing. Um, I know in previous podcasts I have said I am not excited for this movie whatsoever. This movie was amazing. Civil War was amazing. Like, way better than X-Men Apocalypse. And X-Men Apocalypse was great. So, yeah. Go see it if you haven't already. Um, the review will come out hopefully soon. I really need to talk to Josh about that. Alright, now then. 
Now then, the movies are out of the way. Let's talk about video games. Specifically, one video game. Overwatch. It's amazing. I love it so much. So much. I mean, Lucio, because a lot of people don't know how to support. I was born to support, and I get a lot of. Uh, I usually end up in the cards, and one time I got to play the game as Lucio. That that's awesome, right? Um. So there's that. My main offensive is either Farah or Junk. No, not Junkrat. Junkrat's defense. Um, Farah or McCree, just because they're relatively easy. Um, defense, I usually like to go Hanzo or Junkrat or May, depending on the map. Um, tanks, it's uh, toss-up. Well, attacking, I want to do um, Reinhardt. Defense, I want to do Winston or Diva. I haven't really played Zarya all that much. I do like her. Um, and then support, it's usually Lucio or Mercy, depending. Because I'll do Lucio for attacking and defending. But depending on the situation, I may have to switch to Mercy for de for defense. Otherwise, Lucio is my support for attack, right? Um, I will say this. All the characters are so fucking OP that it makes the game balanced. All the characters are overpowered as fuck. So it makes the game balanced, which is a really interesting way to do it. Um, Bastion is still one of the most bullshit characters ever. In fact, if you play with a Bastion or a Torbjorn, they're probably going to get play of the game. Simple as that. Um, because bullshit. Because bullshit. Torbjorn isn't even a character that actually involves, like, doing stuff besides building your turret. So if you're playing a Torbjorn, you better be playing that bitch on defense, and you better be playing that bitch, you know, moderately well, because then you're going to do amazingly. Same with Bastion, really. Attacking Bastion, little weird, except on payload maps, because then you can, like, get on the payload and kind of do shit there. Um, beyond that, it's... Bastion's bullshit, Torbjorn's bullshit, but the game is amazing. There are a lot of uh, great websites, or not websites, channels on YouTube that help you hone your skills and help you understand characters a bit better. I've watched so many Overwatch videos on YouTube that YouTube is now only suggesting me to watch Overwatch videos. So that's, that, that's fun, that's interesting. Um, I will say... If you want to play with me, by all means, play with me. Um, just, like, contact me over Twitter or um, Instagram, Tumblr, something. Let me know that you want to play with me. We'll trade Battle.net and we'll play because I'm down with playing with more people. I've just been friending people and it's been amazing. Battle.net is really fucking fun, dude. Um, so, beyond that, that's pretty much all I have for this one. Um, I do want to go over... Two things before I close out. Well, three things really, but two things that are pertinent to this. Um, one, I am creating a YouTube channel where I'm going to be posting these as well. So that may be helping people, that may help people get, um, have a little bit more ease of access. And two, I may, um, be making some gameplay videos that really all depends on situations in my computer. It may not be the best resolution, and I apologize for that, but it is just a laptop with about 6 gigs of RAM. Um, it, it's Intel 5, i5, I think. I don't think it's i7, but um, its graphics card is like an Intel Radeon or something like that. So, you know, it's meh at best. 
but I will be doing stuff like that and hopefully I will do stuff like that and hopefully it does well. Now, uh, for my final thing before I go, my buddy Tristan, which you guys don't know, some of you may know if you know me IRL, you definitely know Tristan. Um, he's releasing an EP, which I've listened to, given him feedback on, bought, and it's amazing. I love it. Uh, the band is called Verdampt, V-A-R-D-A-M-M-T. Let me just check iTunes real quick. V-E-R-D-A-M-M-T. V is in Victor, E-R-D-A-M-M-T, Verdampt. Um, look that up on Bandcamp, because he's releasing a Spaces Demo EP, I will say. It's, uh, it's really good. Jealousy, the last song on it, is my absolute favorite from it. There are only three songs, but buy it. It's only $2 on Bandcamp, or $2 or anything higher. Uh, I would love it if you guys would go out, support this man. This man is awesome. Doing this very much, uh, it's like a homebrew project. It's amazing, and I really think you guys would like it. If you like punkish stuff, pop punkish stuff, indie, alternative, any stuff like that, you will definitely like this, uh, this EP. Now, that's about all for me today. I will sign off now, and I hope you guys have a great day, night, life. Because it's 7.56 p.m. here, so it's night for me. It may be day for you when you're listening to this. But, you know, have a great one. And I'll see you next time. Or at least you'll hear me next time. Bye-bye.